0: Welcome to the Wootens Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Lainey. Hopefully, welcome back. Hopefully, you've uh, heard our our previous episodes and enjoyed those. Um, But if not, then not welcome back. (laughs) Um, So so, Glad to meet you. (laughs) Glad to meet you. Glad glad you're here. So today's episode, um, we will be discussing a a topic that is a little sensitive, um, something that is... um, kind Of personal, kind of maybe embarrassing to talk about, embarrassing for me to talk about, but um, <clears throat> it we need to talk about it, and um, don't you think? Absolutely, um, I'm going to be telling my story, um, <clears throat> about uh, my addiction to pornography and um, and lust basically.
1: I love that you always add that part
0: the, uh, the lust part,
1: yes, because yeah, that's biblical.
0: <laughs> well that's truly what it, is. it um, is if if we were living in a time before uh this century or the last um and much of the last century <clears throat> there wouldn't be pornography uh at, at least not at least not pornography in the in the way that we know it
1: you not know? the widespread mass production of it
0: right and not in the form that we know it right mm-hmm. so <clears throat> so yeah um addiction to lust really and and, and um you know that that's what G- jesus Um, addresses in the scripture you know which is why
1: i love that you are you always say my addiction to pornography and lust uh, because i think that i mean we can sometimes we can uh, be really legalistic on things and think well okay i guess i'm i'm okay because i haven't clicked that or gone down that road or bought that or watched that movie but, you know, as you just said, Christ said that if you just even look at a woman, lustful, you know, and lust after her in your heart, you've committed adultery. Right. And right. that that's a real problem.
0: That a is real, a real problem. Right.
1: I mean, in every person, man, woman, no matter the age. I mean, so that's I'm really glad we're going to talk about that, too.
0: Good. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, it is definitely a problem. Um Uh, Men, women, um, you know, younger and younger kids, I'm sure, um, are getting into pornography. Um, So about this podcast, you know, I really wanted to collect uh, statistics and numbers and things and and get, you know, all these uh, great facts for you. Um, But just, um, you know, our lives are not really conducive to that. We don't really have, I don't know. Time for research in our lives.
1: Well, and you know what I want to say to that is, I feel like, sadly to say, we're beyond the point of even needing statistics anymore. I Mm. feel like we, as a culture, are very aware Mm. that it's there. Because everyone has phones now, and everyone, whether they're looking bored or not, has seen some sort of racy photo or video and they they know that they're having to navigate around it these landmines you know that's true which is a it's a very sad thing but used to it's like i feel like you know when people would get up to give the talk about pornography they would have to say did you know that you know and they have all these really powerful statistics and whoa, wow people's eyes are opened i'm like i had no idea you know but the reality is is most people out there are dealing with it
0: Wow, yeah, that's true.
1: like the majority.
0: Wow, yeah, true.
1: And and I think I would say a hundred percent of us battle lust.
0: Right, right, right.
1: If you've gone through puberty, if, if are, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. So, and you're right. We do. I mean, our 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 culture. We, I mean, so even if you see like an ad, if you're trying just trying to look up a news article on on your phone. And, and you're scrolling usually co- t- towards the the uh, bottom, there are, you know, racy photos from ads, too. Yes. And so, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, the majority of people have been exposed to something like that. So, and in our culture, too, um, it's joked about, you know, even on, <clears throat> I mean, like, even on just like, like, you know, primetime TV, you know, things that are in the view of, Of everybody, kids, everything. Um, It's joked about in some form or fashion, you know. Um, I mean, you know, just little things, you know, know, like porno music. I mean, like things that like sound like, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. It's just, it's true. It's just, it's joked about. So it is in the public um, awareness, I guess, in consciousness, um, whether we like to think so or not. So you're right. Um, Everybody knows that it's out there um of course not everybody out there is addicted to it so <clears throat> um it's it's a bigger problem for some people people than than others for some people it it dominates their life for some people they can they can look at look at it and just and and turn away you know after a while i mean so <clears throat> there are different levels of awareness and consciousness of it out there mm-hmm. um but all i can do is tell my story <clears throat> i mean i could give stats and things like that to try to shock or whatever but i've got my story and um Yeah. uh, You know, it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable to talk about very uncomfortable, I guess, because of the way I was raised. I was raised in, you know, a a Christian home, a very, you know, you know, conservative small town home and and mentality and and loving
1: and stable home too. Yes.
0: And I was about to say, you know, I, I, I I love that. I mean, I don't, I don't call that a a problem that I was raised in a small town conservative mentality. I mean, you value that. I do. I do value that. And yes, it was a very loving and stable home. I mean, I I, I grew up with two parents um, in the home and a uh, very, very loving, supportive family. And so, I mean, I, I, I really, you know, I have no issues as far as, <clears throat> you know, coping with the lack of that, you know. So, you know, there's...
1: It's not trauma related. It's in, right. Yeah.
0: It's not trauma related. It's, it is just, um, I, I guess, whenever the first time I saw it, you know, <clears throat> you know, teenage boy, all of a sudden seeing these images, um, and just being completely, you know, completely overtaken with that. I mean,
1: so let's talk about that. So, um, how old were you? What was the first image that you saw?
0: Well, so I I, I don't really remember the exact first time that I saw what you would categorize as porn. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I will say that there was a time at school that, um, a boy handed me some folded up paper um, sheets, sheets of paper in the bathroom and I unfolded them and they were printed out images, um, you know, of porn. And one of those had a web address at the bottom. <clears throat> and so I guess, you know, at that point that this was, I mean, I, I probably early high school and um i guess we had <clears throat> we had we had not had internet at the house for long i mean this was i mean this was the, the 90s and um you know we we were just we had just gotten the internet <clears throat> um i think dial up dial up man so <laughs> i mean that's the struggle um can
1: still hear the sound
0: yes you can um yeah, I know um so <clears throat> yeah so i mean i guess before that point you know i never it never dawned on me <clears throat> hey i could search for this stuff online you know um and so really there 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 it there it began you know you go to that website and i mean it's just like wow there it is um it's stuff that you know a teenage boys mind had not dreamed of <clears throat> were right there in front of me um but i do want to say <clears throat> i do i, I do want to say that that there are a lot of things that that we may may not be aware of that that lead up to that kind of thing Um, you know, things that are in magazines, I mean, catalogs, ads, ads, you know, um, which yeah, I, I I guess catalogs are, are still a thing, but not, not as big of a thing, but you know, the old JCPenney catalog, you know, there's, there's the lingerie section in in that.
1: Yeah. And I would just like to speak out to women just real quick, give a little, you know, suggestion, PSA. I do not think it's okay to get, Lingerie catalogs in the mail. I don't think it's wise. I think it's dangerous. No. Um, we lived in someone else's home um, temporarily. We rented from them, and the resident was uh, the owner. We were the residents, but was getting the Victoria's Secret um, catalog sent to the the house, and um, you know because she had had a, a subscription or whatever. And, you know, John had already, we had, he, he had come through the, the porn addiction at that point. Right. So we, I, I was fully aware how serious this was and his triggers and things like that. And so we could just call them and say, can you just please reroute this? You know, we we can't even, we can't have this. Cause here's the deal, you for, know,
0: for the mail, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Send it to where they were living at the time. Even if you think, well, it's just for me. Right if it is in your home your husband knows that is it that it is in the home right and it's this looming i know that there's that's in the house and that's a constant temptation, temptation. for him to find it mm-hmm. and take it and especially oh my gosh i can't stress it enough if you have children in your house yes definitely boys and girls i don't even think girls should be seeing those magazines, you know, so that's my little insert there.
0: No, 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 definitely. And I was, I was going to say, you know, if you have young boys in your house and you're getting Victoria's Secret magazine, they know about it. Yes, they do. (laughs) They, they've seen it at some point and it has piqued their interest and, you know, they're probably finding them whenever you're not thinking about it or I mean, whenever you're not aware, they're probably finding them and thumbing through that. Um, and, and you know, we're, we're not talking about, you know, 15 year old boys, we're talking about, you know, 10, 11 year old boys. Mm
1: -hmm. And even maybe before that, maybe younger,
0: um, because, you know, all of a sudden like, oh wow, there's these, you know, almost naked people. Um, even if there's nothing, you know, even if it's pre pre puberty, you know,
1: absolutely. There's a curiosity. there,
0: Definitely. So, um, but I mean, if you have a, you know, a, yes. So that's, that is, that is a very much not a, um, a wise thing. If you want to keep your kids from that, Um, and like you were saying, um, maybe you could speak more into this, the, the, the young girl thing, um, even if it's nothing, um, sexually tempting to your young girl for them to see, um, these, these grown, um, women dressed like this in these scenes, you know, and like the photo op, which, you know, they're, they're in front of a, of a beautiful backdrop or whatever. That's a Um, really good point these these girls are, are 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 you know i mean they're forming you know they're forming who 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 they want to be in their mind <clears throat> right and so they see these beautiful strong women dressed like this and glorified in this magazine and that's that's forming their with their flawless mind. bodies right right this st- yeah exactly <laughs> <clears throat> everybody knows that these magazine models have been you know airbrushed they're, i mean their pictures have been touched up and, and airbrushed to look perfect. Right. And that is a completely unrealistic.
1: And they're not a representation of the majority of the population. They're like in the margins of the margins of people that have these, you know, perfect body shapes. Uh,
0: yes, so true. And, um, same, same with, I mean, it's the same with all porn, you know? Um, I mean now they're not, you know, touching up video. I, I don't think that, I mean, I don't know what else possible with, with, with video. Um, you know, Air, you know, the whole touching up of, of images, but I mean, still images, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> and th- these women are undergoing, are, are, are undergoing, you know, <clears throat> cosmetic surgeries and things to make them, you know, look more like, like they, they think they ought to look <clears throat> and like the industry thinks that they ought to look. And there is an industry behind all, all of that, that is, um, basically telling these women what they need to look like, you know, thus telling the American public, what the, um, ideal image is or the ideal depiction of a woman should be. So the, the American public gets, you know, conditioned to that. Don't you think?
1: Yes. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, more about my story, I guess that's what we're here to tell. Um, um, yeah. So after really, I guess being, being primed, um, with, you know, catalogs and things like that. Um, and then, you know, seeing the first online, um, I mean, seeing online porn f- for the first time, <clears throat> that, I mean, that is just, that changes your whole, I'm not a scientist, but it changes your brain. Mm-hmm. I know that. I mean, there have been studies done to show that.
1: Well, we're just seeing a lot, just the phone, how the, literally the phone oh. is changing our brains.
0: Not, not even porn on the phone. No, but no, just, just, just the phone. Cell phone, right? Yeah. Smartphone, right? Yeah. It's true. It's crazy. It, it, that is changing people, mm-hmm. um, it's changed
1: me. <laughs> yeah. So ADD.
0: It's uh, yeah, it, it, and so I would love to see a study on that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I was I was forever changed basically like I guess if you want to say you know innocence um was taken or whatever you want to say. I mean I, I was changed, right? Like 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 anybody is with a sexual in, in, encounter, right? But this kind of encounter um does not have any kind of um, I guess, outward consequence. I mean, th- there, there's, there's no other person involved um, because, I mean, you're hiding it, right? I mean, nobody, I guess, unless you're just, a you know, maybe a young, young child who just does not know that there's any kind of taboo to this.
1: And it's not illegal.
0: And it's not illegal. <laughs>
1: no. I mean, there's no, I mean, not a lot to stop you.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. Um, I mean, are there regulations for online porn? I mean, you know, I don't know.
1: And that's actually an interesting thought. I mean, is kids? I mean, kids are looking at porn. Is that,
0: that that's sad for sure? That month. is
1: very sad. But I'm just like, wait, that's not illegal, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, they this is adult content,
0: right? I don't know. I mean, what? So like, if 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 you could be proven to be showing a child.
1: Well, that's for certain That's illegal. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that's you will get a that's a sexual offense. Like you'll right. be a registered as a sex offender, you know, convicted
0: Right. But I mean there's there's no way for for anybody to know if a kid sees it like alone, right?
1: Absolutely I know. That's so there's no <laughs> a mean, horrifying thing to me.
0: So there's no I mean there's no crime against it there's no way to legislate a uh you know a crime against a kid finding it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we, we think that you should be monitoring your children whenever they're on the internet. I think for a long time, uh, people just did not realize the dangers of the internet, you know, but in this day and time, it's, it's really, I mean, you just really can't be ignorant to it. No. You, and,
1: and you're literally a second away from seeing it at all times.
0: True. Like with ads, and I mean, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, just typing it in. Right. I mean, they type in I, one word.
0: Right. <laughs> and as I learned, okay. Well, yeah. As I learned, um, you know, you can, you can search for, you know, something innocent on a Google image, image search, or whatever. And if you if 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 you scroll long enough, you're going to find something.
1: Yes, that's so yeah. true. We've yeah seen that so, multiple times. Which was
0: which was part of my story. Our part of my <laughs> part of my hiding. Well, that was that was me. I mean, that was part of oh, my. yeah, yeah. Part of my covering up. So.
1: Oh yeah. So. Seen.
0: So basically, I I you know I I lived with this. I mean, since you know I've I i 1st found it online, I lived with this hiding it. Um, it just being part of my part of my, you know, life now. Um, and I, you know, I did have a certain level of, um, of guilt and shame about it, even though it had just, it had not been talked about, you know, um, it had just not been talked about. This is not something that, that people, that pastors talked about or that, you know, teachers talked about or any, or that, that was just in the public conversation, you know, um, very, very taboo, very, very, you know, let's not, let's, you know, let's not bring that up. You know, that, that's, that, that's shameful. So, that was part of my life <clears throat> um and you know in no in no thought did i think this is going to affect a relationship in the future
1: yeah. i thought completely
0: this is just here and now this is well yeah right this, this is here and now this is just me um you know i'm not affecting anybody else i'm not like this is like a victimless crime you know um and so Um, fast forward to whenever I did meet you and we did start to date. I still thought, well, this isn't, you know, affecting my, my, my relationship at all. And, um, I don't remember when I first told you, um, about it. You do. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about yeah, it?
1: Yeah. Well, we were in uh, the parking lot uh, in front of your your apartment, and just like talking by my car, like like dating couples do. They linger. We could
0: just we were just we just, just ling-
1: lingered around the car as I'm trying to leave. You know,
0: right. <laughs> I'm trying to not let you leave. Stay a little no, longer. No, it's sweet,
1: but um, d- you know, and looking back, I think I feel sorry for you because I know that you were probably working up the courage to tell me, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, bring Definitely. it in,
1: work it into the conversation. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> to just, it's,
0: it's not a, it's not a convenient, uh, oh, by the way.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, since we were talking about,
0: yeah, um, there's no, there's no, <laughs> whatever. There's no work in.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you told me then, and then my response was, um, well, just stop. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's
1: okay. I forgive you. Don't do it again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember you saying, "Well, you're 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 going to stop, right?" And um, <clears throat> you know, for some reason, I wasn't prepared for that question. And and so my black
1: and white personality.
0: Yeah. Well, this I mean, is
1: right. This is wrong. Now go do the right thing.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and in my mind, you know, I I thought to myself, "What do you mean, just stop? Like, how am I going to just stop?" I mean, because even then, I knew, like, even then, with 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 not you know i had gone through um <clears throat> you know times of uh, you know you know praying praying for forgiveness and and repenting and all that stuff and 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 really you know i mean i had i had battled it some <clears throat> um because i you know i knew that it wasn't right i knew that it wasn't god honoring mm-hmm. i was a christian at that point <clears throat> but you know I, I was just i was i was hooked i was addicted um you know from from early on i was a, i was ad- addicted i mean so Whenever I heard you say, "Well, you're going to stop, right?" I like so okay. Going into that conversation with with, with me telling you, I didn't have a plan, <laughs> you know, a plan of action. Like
1: that's okay. That's okay. You were doing what Scripture says to do and confess your sins one to another. Right. Which, looking back, maybe it might have been better for you to talk to a male about it and eventually talk to me about it, but. Um, I would go back and do a lot of things differently I in would our too. dating if, relationship. If we could
0: go back, oh my gosh. Sure. Um,
1: hopefully we'll take the things that we learned and impose Sh- those on our children. Right,
0: right. <laughs> Shove them down our kids' necks. Um, throats, I mean,
1: but <clears throat> I mean, I admire you. I mean, oh, that's I, 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 Yeah, of course I do. I mean, you brought up something that's very embarrassing to talk about. You could have easily just kept it to yourself. So you might yeah. not have had a plan. Um, and of course you didn't have a plan. I mean, right. you've been dealing with this by yourself. You know, you had yeah. no plan. That's why you're still stuck in it, right? And um, so it was good. It was a good thing. But yeah, my response definitely threw you for a loop because you know you're like, "Oh, okay."
0: Well, but I mean, you're you're you didn't respond in in a, in a terrible way. I mean, you didn't blow up on me. But no, I didn't. I was I just, actually
1: very gracious that first you time. Very
0: much were. Yeah, very
1: kind and like, okay, yeah, because I had known that of some other guys in our youth group that I you know, brought that out for confession, confession. And, you know, my eyes were really open back then because they were godly guys that I respected. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, Oh, wow. Like, so even good guys do this kind of right. thing or, you know, and that they struggle with it. And so I I had, you know, somewhat of an education about it. And so it didn't, it didn't shock me. Right. It didn't. Right. Yeah. I kind of was like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm really glad you brought that out. And we're having our, youth camp moment here right. where you bring out your sin and you move on <laughs> yeah.
0: except in my mind i'm going well so you said are you just, you're you're going to stop right and, mm-hmm. and i I said well, yeah and in my mind i'm thinking what do you mean how, i mean how does that work because i just knew that i was so i was so deep into this so i'm thinking how am i going to just stop so um that's that's pretty pretty telling of just the the, the grip that it had on me and it probably has on many, many people. So, um, we just moved on. We, we moved forward with our relationship and, um, I just went on, um, mostly just, just, you know, hiding this sin and letting it just be in secret and, um, not really giving, I mean, not really giving my all to, to stop it. Um, now there there was um there was remorse and then there was you know times of of um you know praying and repenting and and uh, you know knowing that <clears throat> that knowing that I should stop fe- feeling bad for it you know mm-hmm. and knowing that I should stop but it was kind of that cycle kind of you know the the cycle that we can get in as christians of doing something and knowing that we shouldn't do it uh feeling remorse praying repenting asking god to help us and then falling back into it, you know, multiple times. There's, there's, a, there's a cycle that happens with, mm-hmm. you know, you know, habitual sin. So, um, yeah. So, and again, it was one of those things that is a victimless crime in my mind, right? So, mm-hmm. I just went on about it, getting deeper and deeper into it, um, and didn't bring it back up to you until.
1: Well, so like in the meantime, we moved to Lubbock, so right. our. Our band, we were in a Christian band, and so our band was hired to go play for Bible study for our Texas Tech students. So we moved out to Lubbock. So at this point, we're engaged. I'm living with a family in our church, and John's living with one of the members of our band. And, in an apartment. Yeah, and we. it was after we had eaten lunch one day after church, I think, and somehow it came up in the conversation. and We
0: were I, in, the, in the car again.
1: Yeah, back in the in, car. In the parking lot. Right. And um and I just it it led me to the question of have you really stopped looking at pornography? And then you confessed again mm-hmm. and that you had not and this second time I was not so gracious. <laughs> I was I was very, very hurt because like mm. the initial confession was like, Oh well it has to come out into the light. You know, and this is good. And I yeah. see the good in this confession. And um, so let's now let's rebuild and move and move on, which, like you said earlier, we didn't you didn't have a plan. I did not have a plan. It really wasn't even my place at that point because we weren't married for me to assist you in a plan. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember like it, it was a it was a really bad fight. too. Yeah, yeah. And
0: you were you were crushed.
1: I was. I was just that's, like, that's you, what I felt. It, it was I'm a very logical person. And then also with my female brain, I was like, You said you wouldn't do it, but you did it anyway. So mm-hmm. you that means you lied, which means you must not care about I told you it hurt me. You did it anyway, so you must not care about how I feel. You must not care about me. And that makes that's a lot that's a logical progression to me in my head. Right. You know, and so that's sure. why it was super hurtful and i told jess said you know you can't bring this into our marriage right like like i i can't marry you if you don't stop this and um and it was a very serious conversation i think you gave me the ring back i did but you know what you called my bluff on it because like i was like i like, grabbed it out of your hand i think like a few minutes <laughs> later cuz i'm like i was trying to scare That's you
0: <laughs> so you didn't okay so 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 like well, i i didn't go home with a ring no then that night. okay okay no I, I, that.
1: I took my ring off and I like put it in your hand and it was like a day-long conversation I mean like I was I, I mean now that I think about it I'm like gosh it was nighttime by, at that point in the conversation because yeah. we started the conversation at lunch and ugh. but anyway um, well, yeah but yeah I don't I mean I was gonna marry you
0: well, well,
1: I <laughs> it was my way to threaten you out of right. scare you out of an addiction which we'll get to
0: Right. Um, Well, in that moment, I was scared. In that moment, I was, um, you know, in my stupid, male, naive mind and thinking I was completely not ready for that reaction. You know, your reaction was just huge hurt. You were crushed. And I just I was not ready. And so I had this pit in my stomach, you know, because I was just taken off guard. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh you know, one of the things is, wow, she really expected me to stop. And I mean, with good reason, you know, I mean, she, you know, I mean, all that, all that logical thinking that you're talking about and you know, you you call it your female way of thinking it's logical because I mean, I mean, you're a very, you know, action oriented person like, Hey, there's a problem. We'll take action and change it, you know? And why wouldn't you? So, it's not like you were being it, it it's not like you you had a stupid response or something like that i mean it makes sense and i wish it that it, it had been that easy for me um but um my only takeaway from that was well first of all like oh my gosh i'm i've i've messed i've messed her up um and i've lost her trust and but you know what is so crazy my the prevalent thought in my mind wasn't i've got to do everything in my power to stop this well wow. my the prevalent thought in my mind was i can never tell her again if i do this
1: yeah
0: i think I, I mean i think that i was thinking i think that i was thinking okay i'm done i've got to stop this but you know there was a contingency in my mind of you know, if i slip up or whatever i cannot tell her i just can't cause it's going to ruin her and she's going to be crushed and she'll never trust me again. You know? And if, if at that point we are married, she'll, she'll leave me, you know, she'll get a divorce. Um, and so, yeah. So I didn't think I've got to do whatever it takes to stop this. I just knew, you know, I,
1: you had to be good at hiding it if you slipped up.
0: Right. I got, I gotta, I gotta keep up the hiding this, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, so, So I did. I mean, you know, I don't recall, like you said, it was a long conversation. I don't recall how it ended. Um, I think it was one of the, um, you know, endings of like, well, I've, I've just got to choose to trust you. Right. I mean, you're, you're just, you're just choosing to, you know, trust me and, and, and all right, the conversation's over. We, there's nothing else to be said. So, you know,
1: I can't, I, I can't remember, to be honest, that part of the story, I don't.
0: Yeah, so um, so moving on. I mean, I <clears throat> I I didn't stop. I mean, I slipped up, um, and 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 again, I would have re- remorse. I, I would have times that that the Lord was still, you know, working on me, <clears throat> and
1: and can I say something? Yes, totally. So this was pre-marriage. Mm-hmm. At this point, did you think? Because I thought that because we were both virgins when we got married. Mm -hmm. Did you think that sex within our marriage would fix this problem?
0: Uh, part of me thought that
1: I thought that for certain. I thought he's a virgin. This is why he's doing this because he can't have sex with me. If once we get married, then this won't be an issue ever again.
0: Yeah. I can't remember if, if I thought that or not. Um, I really can't. Um, I don't know if I did, um, because you know, I've, I've heard people and I don't know when it was, it it may have been since, since then, but I have heard people talk about how that's a common misperception, you know? Um, but, but porn is an, it's an engulfing, um, consuming thing, right? When you're talking about the internet, the internet is, is full of it and there's no good place to stop looking there's always that next page. There's always that that next picture, that next video. That I mean, there, it's just...
1: Which is horrifyingly scary when yep. it comes to sex. Yeah. I mean, the way that you just spelled it out right there, because I can compare it to my mindless scrolling in Pinterest, mm-hmm. Facebook. You know, if I'm looking for something on Amazon that leads to the next thing. Before mm-hmm. I know it... I just bought a strainer and I was on my way to go and check on someone on Facebook. Right. You know, I mean that, but we're talking about sex.
0: Right. And we're talking about, we're talking about building an unrealistic, um, you know, view of sex in your mind. We're talking about, you know, not, not you, not just sex with your spouse, you know,
1: And a horribly deep, dark digression down into darker and darker
0: things. Right. Yes. That's, that's another part of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, there, which, you know, thank the Lord, you know, you know, this, you know, I mean, God, God protected me through so much. I mean, you know, just the fact that God didn't just finally say, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stop knocking on your, on your heart. And I'm just, just, just going to let you go. Um, is incredible. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are, you know, there are sicker versions of porn. You know, there's, of course, we've heard the term soft porn. We've heard hardcore porn, all these things. There are a lot of sicker, you know, like I are saying, darker um, levels or, or, or like versions of porn. You know, things that mm-hmm. are, <clears throat> you know, things that depict, you know, highly illegal and highly detestable things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, the, I, I've heard that a lot of people get quote unquote bored with normal porn. And so they, you know, their interest is peaked from some of these other, other things. And so they find themselves in, into, you know, whatever. I, I mean, and you hear about people, um, you know, you know, ending up in child porn, absolutely things yeah. like that, you know, which, which to hopefully to the, the, the listener sounds horrible and, and detestable. Um, but it's, a um, it's a slow fade, as, as Casting Crowns would say. Absolutely.
1: I mean, a- I, I helped counsel <clears throat> someone whose husband, she had gotten, you know, found out that he was into pornography, had gotten into some of the history of what he was looking at, and he was looking at this, like, role play of, like, daddy-daughter stuff, oh, you know, yeah. that, that, you know, like, these are people that go to church, you know? <laughs> right, right. You know, this—and and that was a really good eye-opening experience for me, because if I just— You know, I'm coming into the situation cold because I have not, I've not been addicted to pornography. And sitting down with her and just hearing that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is bad. This is really, really bad. But like the more that I understand about how pornography works, the less I am, um, not the less that I'm appalled, but the less surprised I am that someone who calls themselves a Christian can be actually. Entertaining that sort of scenario right. in their fantasies, and and which is why we're speaking out about this. Right. One of the many reasons yeah. is that you know, just just to back up what you're saying, it's just this deep, dark, endless, bottomless pit that is that just leads straight to hell. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously, yeah, <clears throat> it's true, and and we do need to speak out about it. As as scary as it is for me to speak out about it, I mean, there's been a lot of fear t- tied up in this sharing my story. Um, just, just because, I mean, you know, what are people going to think? And this is not something that people just chat about, you know, um, but it's gotta be talked about because mm-hmm. it's happening Yes, and, and people need to be saved from this road, you know, saved from this dark path. And so, mm-hmm. but you, 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 talked about scrolling, you know, and just like the endless, mindless thing of Pinterest or whatever. Well, think about a young, um, you know, unmarried person with no kids, you, you, you go home at night after, after work, whatever, your time is your own. Um, you know, you don't have to get in bed at a a certain time. I mean, you know, if you, if your body can, can, can handle staying up and then getting up and being at work on time and all that, if you can function, I mean, like I say, there's no ending point. And so, you know, you're staying up late, you're staying up later and later. And, and it is a scrolling, you know, next page type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so the person that would say, well, this is not demoralizing to women this is not objectifying um objectifying women you know all the all, all of these women they're 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 doing this because they want to they have a choice in the matter um you know really i don't know about the whole choice in the matter thing i mean i feel we can talk about that maybe later um but the objectification thing um is definitely real i mean because there 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 are categories you know you can look for yeah. You can look for you know different body attributes. You can look for blondes, brunettes, redheads. You know all the, yeah. all, all that stuff. You can look for your, for for your category. Yeah. And so and as, you don't as, know as you her scroll,
1: name. You don't care about her name. <clears throat> you don't know who she is, where she's from, what right. her hopes, what her dreams.
0: Yeah. They they make up all that stuff. I mean, if there's anything with a story to it or whatever, or like with a write up about somebody, mm-hmm. it they put a name to it. They put stuff on there, but I mean it's 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 just so fake. And just so, I mean, you don't, you don't know, yeah. You don't look at that person as a person. That's not the point.
1: Exactly, um, they are so, an object
0: right, for your so, pleasure. As you can, as you get into it and see how you can get so specific on little details of, of your experience online with this thing,
1: customized. Mm-hmm, <laughs> right.
0: It's definitely. I mean, you are definitely choosing your your object, right? You are perfecting your experience or whatever.
1: And it's all about you. It's
0: all about you, right? <laughs> right you ain't giving nothing right it's all about you um and and so it is i mean i wish i wish i knew the science but what it is doing to your brain it is affecting your brain right mm-hmm. um, you know the whole thing about well you know i don't do i don't do that anymore um i you know, it's, it's it's hard for me to believe that somebody can just put it down and say yeah you know i don't i don't do that anymore i don't think about that and that didn't affect me because it I mean, in my brain, I'm thinking it's got to, right? Um, so the whole thing about well whenever I get married and I and I'm allowed to have sex or whatever it is, you know, if you're if you're a, a celibate, you know Christian until you're married, <clears throat> you know, or a person you know who, who wants to remain celibate until they're married, um, that's just a lie. you know that's just just a lie because whenever you get married, now you're dealing with a realistic experience, you know you're de- dealing with a real person and it ain't all about you right. it shouldn't be all about you um i guess some people operate that way but i mean they have you know they have a totally unhappy experience and you know all that so it definitely affects you you if affects your brain um it affects the way that you look at women women i mean you can still have a respect for women you can still function but i mean it it affects the way that you look at women so for the first five years of our, of, of our marriage, I hid this. Um, and you know, what's so interesting, not sorry, my chair is squeaky. Um, and you know, what is, what is so interesting is that you were, you were not completely buying it the whole time. I mean, you were skeptical and Laney has a, um, Lainey has, um, I mean, I think is a, a discernment, you know, that is a, a spiritual gift. Um, that 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 she kind of has, she kind of knows what's going on, or she knows that something's going on. You know, I do. I've seen that you know throughout our marriage, a lot. But you always knew that something, or that something was possibly off, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I tried to you know convince myself that there that there wasn't, and tried to tell myself, okay, come on, just believe him. Yeah. You know, but I would ask periodically. I would say, "Okay, hey, you're right. you're not looking at pornography, right?" <laughs> and you'd say, "No." I mean, look me straight in the eye,
0: mm-hmm. lie through my teeth,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I because I, I remembered, and I thought, I I cannot, I cannot be honest about this. Our mm-hmm. life will will just our marriage will crash down, and she will be crushed, and you know all these things. Um, so I can I continue to hide it. You know, and as far as technology goes, <clears throat> um, you know, I found a way to hide hide the trail, right? And hide hide the evidence um, trail. So um, we had a laptop, and you know, you know It's so crazy. So, so the first year, I guess that we were married, we were in a, a, a tiny little apartment. <laughs> um, we did not have Wi-Fi or internet access. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <clears throat> um, a neighbor did. And I saw that the, that Landy's laptop could could see it, right? And so it was from like, like a...
1: He actually gave us permission to use and it. And then he gave
0: us permission his, to his use Wi-Fi. His, his Wi-Fi. So at that point, then I started, you know... I, I guess what what I'm getting at is it it, would, it was hard to... to It was difficult to figure it out, to find a way to, to, to look at it. But I found ways to, to look at porn you know, um, just, just, just various ways. And so, um,
1: I mean, even down to you found a video that someone had put in the dumpster.
0: Right. Right.
1: And you saw it and you're like, I'll take that. Right. It will find you. It will find you. Even if, I mean, and, and And again, this is one of the main reasons we are speaking out about it because you cannot run from this.
0: Right. But you know, what's crazy, Laney, is, is that I went looking through a dumpster I mean, it was not our, our dumpster. And, and so this is um this is another, you know, place that I want to go. This, this, you know, as, as you are grabbed by this, as really you're addicted to this, which I was, you know, I didn't think that I was, um, but you will get bolder and bolder yeah. and take farther, um, take more and more steps and go farther than, than you think that you would have gone to, yes. to find this.
1: Can we just reiterate, okay. reiterate this? <laughs> It does not stop at whatever you started it with.
0: Right. Right.
1: I mean, I cannot stress this enough to people. You think you have this under control and you don't.
0: Right. You
1: don't. You
0: don't. No. No. (laughs) You don't. And so I found something in a dumpster behind a bookstore.
1: Okay. Okay. Had that mixed up then?
0: Well, that I knew. I mean, well, I don't. I don't think that there was anything. Oh, that's Maybe right. It was a you drove instance. to yes.
1: Okay, that's right. You drove to this place where you knew sold porn. Went to their dumpster to mm-hmm. get old videos and, and
0: found an old DVD. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, but that, didn't you find one in our dumpsters? That's possible. I was thinking. know why yeah. I remembered it like that,
0: but that's possible. But.
1: But you also went in the store and bought stuff.
0: I bought yes. So okay, I but learned, you
1: first did the dumpster thing at that store.
0: No. So so I gone into the uh, store. Okay. Um that's right. So okay, so all these all these memories are are, are kind of coming back. Um again, we didn't sit down and and plan our story out to be honest because we just don't have time. Of course not. We've got We six don't have kids. time. Yeah. So this is this is what what we got. I had gone into the store because I I had, I had heard that that book that bookstore sells it. You know, they have a little back room, right? And it was like somebody told me this in passing. I mean, there were, you know, there was no reason for them to be like, they weren't telling me this to like tell me, hey, there's, there's, there's porn there, you know? Um, it was totally in passing. And so, but that, I tucked that, I tucked that away in the back of my mind. Anyway, so I went into the store, um, bought a video, and I have no idea where you were at. You might have been on a, on a trip somewhere. I don't know. Um, which, anyway, is incredibly bold for me. Um, I went, I went one night, I went and searched that dumpster behind, behind the uh, store at night, um, found something. And then, um, another, another time went to a convenience store and bought a magazine the whole time. Just feeling like a despicable human being, right? It's like, that's the whole thing. Um, putting that up on the countertop at the, at the store, looking the person you know looking at the person of course I, I didn't look them in the eye because I felt I felt terrible I felt despicable you know um buying that stuff but I mean I that, that's the crazy part about all, all this I was driven to do this by my desires even though I knew it was despicable you know
1: yeah
0: felt terrible um so um it will make you bold it, it will make it you bold will. um all of this was going on um at a time whenever we lived in Lubbock, and and we were especially you, Lainey, but we were a little bit recognizable around town because we were a part of a big ministry. <clears throat> um, you know, you know, you were a lot more well known. You were, you were, I mean,
1: we um, were on a platform.
0: We were on a platform, right? You mm-hmm. were on a on, on a platform.
1: Lots of people came through the church, right? You know, week on a weekly basis,
0: right? And so I knew that. <laughs> people might recognize me. I knew that people might, might know my truck and I still risked that going to those places. So, um, it will take you way farther than you ever plan to go. So, um, anyway, all this was, I think all this was within our first year of marriage. And then I, you know, it's at some point we got, you know, we got internet. And so I didn't have to go to all these lengths to, to access it. Right. So, um there was no more of that you know going physically going to places to get this stuff um you know which i mean honestly um god was just protecting me during all that too i mean god was god has been so gracious throughout all this and he didn't
1: yeah you know did
0: not have to be at all you know i mean like i deserved none of that so um anyway go ahead
1: well, I was just going to say, you said you didn't have to go anywhere at that point, but, um, you know, one of the those next step things that you had done was there was a coffee shop. Oh,
0: that's right.
1: In Lubbock where yeah. the girls served in bikini tops or whatever, right. full bikinis, right?
0: I don't recall. Anyway, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think they served in full bikinis, but, um, which is, Sorry, just kind of Which is
0: ridiculous. Weird, just say it. You know, it's, it's just—it's so weird.
1: You're there to get coffee, and it's like, what? It's so weird. Um,
0: yes, it's I, like
1: it's not funny, but it is.
0: Yeah, all—all all, all this is like—is um, all this is super embarrassing to me. But I mean, I—I I, I see the need to expose this right right and And i'm
1: not saying it's like weird and silly like you i'm saying just like the whole marketing and the 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 business model is is dumb to me
0: yes totally
1: for coffee why
0: were people (laughs) right right people weren't going to that (laughs) people ain't going there for the coffee i know you know
1: anyway anyway it felt
0: ridiculous going there and felt completely ashamed
1: well but what i'm trying to say is like even though you had access to it privately it still led you to a new kind of risk taking kind of um you know I haven't done that yet
0: step right, right,
1: which we're gonna reiterate again, like it doesn't ever stop where it starts pornography right. it's always going to take you down the next rung or up the next rung, however you want to Whatever describe it, at. you yeah. know, it's, you're not, it's not a, um, you're, you're, you're progressing in this. Right. And, and that is a scary thing too, because now we're dealing with here, a real person. Right. In the flesh, in the, your presence, even though you're in your car and they're in there, that, that, that one really kind of shook me up. True. Because I I would say like, you know john the next thing would have been a strip club or and then prostitution and da da, da you right. know and you're like no no right. no, no no i wouldn't have ne- ever but the but the reality is is that you don't know
0: right right you don't know and the the reality is right here sitting in in this moment um i cannot fathom going to a place like that but i had gotten there in in that progression so yeah. i mean yeah so you you could say oh i would never go to a strip club but like you say you don't know that that mm-hmm. that's exactly right Um, that, that experience shook me up too. um, thankfully, I mean, thankfully I wasn't so just, you know, um, you know, my heart wasn't just numb that I just, just gave myself over to it or that, that the Lord just gave me over to it. So, um, so, uh, that, yeah, five years of our marriage and I was hiding this and I was involved in ministry. Um, I was, um, looking at this stuff on your computer that like you did things with uh, for the ministry. I mean, you know, that was just.
1: And if people would have said, how's your marriage? Or even asked me, we both would have said, we have a good marriage. We have a strong marriage.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you know, we 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 were not on
1: the rocks or anything. No, no.
0: (laughs) Just like some, just, yeah. I mean, like normal, normal things that, that any marriage will go through at the beginning, just adjusting to being married. Right. But you're right. Yeah. Um, So, so one, one time I was asked to go play the guitar for um, a friend's church uh he was leading worship and uh, he needed a guitar player and uh it was a it was a it was two two hours away and so i thought oh great you know that's cool and so that worked out you know with the kids and all that stuff for me to go so it was a it was a a big church that had several services one was a saturday night so i go up and stay with him um saturday so we do sound check on saturday um, do a Saturday night service. And then I stayed with him, um, that evening and just, um, what a godly man this was. And we had such good conversation. Um, he talked to me about, about the Lord. He talked to me about, um, you know, you know, David and just David's story. And, and, and just, I mean, he, he talked to me about how crazy it was that, that David went from being so sensitive to the to, to the Lord in his early days, and whenever Saul was chasing him, um, that he felt guilty about cutting the, the 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 corner off of Saul's garment while Saul slept, uh, because Saul was his king. He said, "How did David go from that to the Bathsheba incident? You know, how mm-hmm. could a man go from one extreme to 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 the other?" And uh, you know, got me thinking about it, and and just basically talked about you know that slope that, that slow regression, you know, um, anyway, sermon, sermon was great. Um, you know, worship was great. Um, and so the, the pastor actually talked about, um, he was talking about Moses and Pharaoh and talking about, um, how God, uh, basically, you know, gave gave Pharaoh over to, to, um, well, so Pharaoh had said no so many times to Moses' request that, um, God just basically like, you know, What does it say? Give him over to um, a reprobate mind. I don't know. But basically, just, you know, kind of like let him go, you know, and and stopped, you know, knocking and saying, hey, here's one more chance. So um, at the end of that sermon, the pastor said to everybody, I want you, as you go home today, I want you to pray to God and just simply ask him, Lord, what sin is in my life or is in my heart or whatever? what, What sin do I need to confess to you? And, uh, I thought to myself, man, that's awesome. That, that, that's such a great message. And so as I drove back home, two hours home, um, I got in my truck and I started driving and I genuinely prayed and asked God, Lord, what sin is in my heart that I need, I need to confess to you. Like it had gotten so, I had gotten numb enough to where I actually asked that question. And, you know, for some reason it wasn't glaring me in the face, you know, Hey, you have an addiction to porn, but God immediately brought that up to me. And I kind of thought to myself, oh, duh, you know, I've got this in my life. And so at that point I, I started to, I started to know, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to confess this. And so, um, did I do it right away? Of, of course not. I came home and, and, um, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was struggling with it, wrestling with it. I actually tried to, to, to confess once you did. and chickened out Um, I forget what I said, but, but I mean, I was, I was uh, starting it. And and so you were, and you were listening to me and, and I just, at some point I got scared and turned, turned it into something way less than, you know, way, way less of an offense. So I got scared. And one day, um, one day it happened. One day I was, um, Laney was going to uh, a friend's house. She was, she was taking both of the kids and, um, I'd be home alone. And so I was looking up a movie on my laptop. Uh, it wasn't a porn, but it, it was a movie that... Um, it's called The Swingers. Was Yeah, it was called Swingers. I, I'd heard about it. And so I, I knew, obviously, it wasn't going to be a, a great movie. Um, definitely not a Christian movie. Definitely not a family movie. So,
1: But it wasn't a porn Right, you weren't looking for porn, you, right. were, you were just looking for a movie to watch, right? And so but I knew walked. You would back. not
0: approve it, and, and and you know that it was probably rated R and all that. You know? Yeah, something that got me <laughs> curious about this movie.
1: Yeah, I walked back in and I see the word swinger stuffed in on a YouTube. You walked in
0: and I, I shut the laptop.
1: Oh yeah, that's what it I'm was. Like, uh, you know, that's exactly what it was. Because yeah. you came
0: back in like like after I thought you 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 had driven off, you had forgotten something, so you walked yeah. back in. Yeah, that's Scared right. me. I shut the laptop, <laughs> and you're like. What what were you looking at?
1: Yeah, what were you looking at? And you you were like, I was just looking at this, I was going to look up a movie, and I was like, well, what movie was it? And you're like, Uh, this is bad timing. Swingers? (laughs) I'm like, what? No, 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 no. It's not. It's this old movie, and you're trying to explain it to me. I said, well, you know what? I don't care what kind of movie it is. You don't need be tapping the word swinger into a YouTube search when your wife just left the house. <laughs> I was so mad.
0: Right. And yeah, i was still trying was to justify my, it.
1: my sweet, gracious way of responding.
0: <laughs> well, well but, but, I mean, think about it. I mean, it, it was gracious because you actually— You know, again, you decided to believe me,
1: right? Yeah, and you were like, "I really want you to believe me that I was not looking for porn." Like, I need you to believe me, and you were you just looked so like desperate, like, like please come on, like get like give me a chance here. And I looked at you and said, "Okay, all right, I I believe you," but I I still felt like just weird. Yep. Driving off, I just like something was not right, and it wasn't resolved. No, let's just say that wasn't resolved, and so I went on to my friend's house, and I and I was very distracted while while I was yeah. there because it really bothered me. Yeah, and uh, so then you could tell your side.
0: Well, first of all, what you were doing, it was, it was it was unresolved because it was a lame ex- explanation <laughs> and excuse. I mean, um, and that and that look on my face was one of like, like oh dang, I uh-huh. like I really I got caught, you know, um, because I had not gotten caught before, not really. Um, which is pretty
1: crazy, which is pretty
0: crazy. Um, so pre anyway,
1: pre smartphone, cause we did not have any smartphones at this point.
0: We did. We did actually, I had, I had an old smartphone that was terrible and slow Really? and looking up porn on that would be very frustrating.
1: I was thinking that we didn't get it until after you had been set free and I was really, really hesitant. It wasn't an iPhone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It was, yeah, we had a, yeah, we had, we I had, remember we now. had smartphones. It was an android. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I remember that. I remember yeah. that little green robot that. came Yeah.
0: That mm-hmm. was terrible. Um. So. Great. So so you left. Um, I try to go about my day. I I did not continue looking at looking up that movie.
1: Right. Yeah. You, you know, were pretty like, sh- shaken.
0: Yeah. So, but I had some some things that I was going to do that day. I tried to do them and just increasingly got. Um just shaken up. It just shook me. And looking back now, and well, and pretty soon after I realized that it was the Holy Spirit, you know, yeah. and I, I was just kind of shaken up by it. I left the house to go, to go run some errands. Um, couldn't even get that done. Like I had to come home cause I, I gotten so just shaken. Um, came on home. Uh, I was realizing more and more, I'm going to have to tell her I'm going to have to confess the, the Holy Spirit was putting his thumb on me harder and harder and I was fighting it. I was praying, Lord, please don't make me do this. Lord, please don't make me do this. Let me just confess this to you. Um, you know, you can take care of this, Lord. You can, you can forgive me, you can, you know, take take care of all this. Um, but the Holy Spirit just kept pressing on me, kept pressing on me. I mean, until I was literally on the floor on my face. I was
1: Hallelujah. Literally <laughs> prostrate so on amazing. the floor.
0: Um, I was trying to read my Bible, trying to, you know, whatever, um, trying to put it off or or trying to get out of it.
1: Well, and I remember you saying you were begging God, please don't make me tell her.
0: Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, this results in divorce and we had two kids at the time and all this is over. You know, I'm not going to be able to be able to to see my kids. She'll never trust me again. All this stuff. So
1: second thing we want to, to Iterate. I don't know if that's what he said, and true. reiterate over and over and over again. John was trying to convince himself, "This is just between me and God. We right. can deal with this. I can confess this sin to God. He's he's the one I've sinned against, you know." And and you convince yourself of these things. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell who I've offended. I can just deal with this and not right. have to confess it. And that's not true.
0: Still thinking this has not affected our marriage. I mean, honestly, like, like mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, no, th- this this doesn't change anything in our mar- in in, a, in our marriage. I was blinded to that fact, um, but the Holy s-
1: Spirit said, "No, you're not just going to confess it to me. You're going to go confess it to your wife."
0: Yes, he did, and I I could not escape it. I mean, you could it, not. Um, I described it to you later as as a you know, as the Holy Spirit coming down on me like a ton of bricks, and yeah. I mean, I just could not move. It was crazy. Um, so I called you Yep. and I don't remember what I said. I know I said to come home, but you might remember what I said.
1: Yeah. You just were like, um, you actually called me before that, before that call. And you were like, I just, it just really bothers me. I just, I just really want you to believe me.
0: Yeah. It's just like,
1: I'm just, you know, and I'm like, okay, all right, I believe you. But then that second call you called and you were like, I need you to come home. And I'm like, all right, we're on our way for something. And I knew it. It was something. I mean, I yeah. just knew that it was more than what had happened right, right then. And I and so I got home before you, and I sat on our little little couch, this first piece of furniture we had bought um, before we got married um, to prepare our little apartment. And um, I was sitting there waiting for you, and the door opened, and you came. And I'll never forget because you came around the corner like you came through the door of our like kitchen into our living area and the look on your face. I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's cheated on me. Something he's been unfaithful in some way. And, and I just said, I remember seeing, I looked at you and I just said, no, 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 <laughs> you know, and and you sat down beside me and you could pick up the story from, from here if you want to.
0: Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I sat down beside you and I think I just told you um I've been, I've been lying to you mm-hmm. and our whole and,
1: marriage you said
0: Yep for our, our 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 whole marriage I've been lying to you um I have been looking at porn and and I just remembered like not being able to keep myself together and just just bawling crying
1: You did you wept um, and when just you poured out of me. when John started to weep and confess okay um I really felt like the Lord impressed upon me don't you dare make this about you right now
0: right which is amazing
1: it felt so holy like i i in my mind i just knew don't you dare tread on this holy moment i mean it was it was unlike any moment i've ever experienced in my life like i felt the presence of holy god come in to our living room. Like mm. one of those like Moses burning bush moments of like you close your mouth. Is, wow. You are in the presence of a holy God. Like wow. take off your shoes and you be careful what you say and you prostrate yourself. You I mean just in it was just unlike any experience I'd ever had and wow. and that can only be We can only give credit to the Holy Spirit for that, too, because in my flesh, I would have just ripped you up and down, you know, and and how could you do this? But it was just so clear to me, this is not the time for that. Wow. And because, too, your brokenness was so genuine, and it was so beautiful. And so I went from, in that moment, victim to comforter
0: like instantly.
1: Instantly. Yeah, and and, and I, and I, I didn't can deserve, I really can't take credit for it. I really well, can't. Like literally the glory of God, he just he settled in on us in our marriage.
0: Like it's incredible. And 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 uh, I mean, I can take no credit either. I mean, I didn't deserve any of that. I didn't deserve any grace. There was no holy moment because of what I had done. I mean, I had been hiding this for five years. You know, I had been, <laughs> I've done everything that I could to keep it, keep it from, from, from you. So we this were
1: literally is, just watching redemption happen in front of our eyes.
0: Just God working all that. I mean, Him just coming in and, and just, just doing the whole, whatever complex work is going on in mm-hmm. our hearts and minds. I mean, it was all Him. Yeah. It was incredible, and He gave me, He gave me the strength to just confess everything, and, and, and I knew that. <clears throat> I had to tell you everything, Yeah. you know, everything that I could remember, you know, and which resulted in, which resulted in, in a hard road. I mean, like, it was a beautiful moment.
1: It was. And I saved, I, actually, the tissues that John used, yes, oh my gosh. to, um, like, blow his nose cause, and wow. wipe his tears from, because I just, I remember just almost, like, cradling him in yeah, my arms
0: very, very and pulling man. him
1: in and... Just saying, I don't, I, don't, I don't even remember the exact words I said to you, but I just was like, I, "I'm staying married to you." Yeah, <laughs>
0: you crummy.
1: know, it's like you needed to hear that. You needed to hear me say, "I'm, I'm not going anywhere." Yeah, you know, and you know, we're talking about in that moment, it's like we're seeing the redemption of God through Jesus happening in that moment for oh. you. But the reality is, as it was happening for me in that moment too, mm-hmm. because He had taken. My sinful response of just solely making it about me, of coming down on you with condemnation and not um, encouraging your freedom at all and helping you find the help that you needed. And the Lord had totally transformed me from that person to the Christ like attitude that he wanted me to have in the mm-hmm. first place and it was like there was redemption happening right there immediately in both of our hearts That's like he was literally amazing. healing our marriage and what I like to explain to people too is like you were about to say probably but in that moment okay. it was it was beautiful it was wonderful and it's like you're just like Pouring it all out, and I'm receiving it, and I'm taking it. And I'm like, we're gonna get through this, and we're praying. But there was cleanup, right? There was lots and lots of cleanup after right. that, and so the the moment itself was glorious. And then it's like, okay, when the emotions of that moment kind of died down, then I began to dig and ask more questions and I asked very detailed questions like what type of porn were you looking at and when did you look at it and where was I and where were the kids and how long did you look you know like and so there's lots of information that I had to take in for several days well there's lots of information
0: that that you were getting from the first confession and just made you go wait now hold on wait you did what okay well what Mm -hmm. else did you do wait wait you went where where else did you go? Right. We did, had to put did the, the pieces together,
1: the timeline, because it's like I had been left out of this little portion of his life for um, you know five years, right. and I was like I was having to catch up, yeah, up to speed, you know, with where he's at.
0: Right, so. and and so and so yeah, right, exactly. So in that moment, I I was, it's like i had been I've been you know like a dam holding back a, a river for five years. And then it lets loose and you're on the receiving end. You're catching all this stuff mm-hmm. all at once and going, right. Whoa, wait, what happened? Yeah. You know, of course I mean God God gave you so much of that grace and and that that was incredible. But you were still you were still taking in all this information.
1: Right. It was painful. It was hard. And then anger did follow. True. Sure. So and I would have moments of like, I'm here for you. Um you know, so glad you confessed to how could you do this to me? I don't understand. There's so much about pornography that I, I don't understand that I had to come to a point where I just resolved to not understand. Right. Because it's like not I said, for. for um, well, yeah. But like I said at the beginning, I told you, if you do this, that it will hurt me. But right. you're going to do it anyway. Therefore, you must not care about me or love me. Right. You know, and it was like I could never break away from that. I just was like, I, I don't know. I don't know how all that works. But what I had to resolve to was men can um, separate their personal lives and relationships from pornography. And it's almost, it's just totally separate. It's off here to the side. And right. it's done you know not as an offense to anyone it's just this almost like a hobby
0: it's one of the compartments
1: exactly of your and, of
0: your little compartmentalized life
1: and for a woman it's like no it it filters through our relationship you you aren't satisfied with me therefore you turn away from me and the pornography as a result of you of me not being enough or you not loving me enough you know it's not just like totally separated from me, like, because somehow I'm, I must have gotten you to that point, you know, and, and really attaching myself to the reason behind you doing it.
0: Right.
1: So, um, but anyway, so there was that lots and lots of talking, lots and lots of talking. And, you know, when I, um, counsel other people that, and I say counsel, I use that word very, very loosely because I'm not enough. You know, a lessons counselor, but like when we are helping people, walking them through um, the porn issue in uh, a marriage, you know, I just tell them it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to not understand. You don't. There's really not a lot to understand. This is sin. Right. It pleases the flesh. Right. A man desires it. He takes it, and it hurts you. Right. And um, and it needs to be dealt with. Um. I don't even
0: know. And part of that. him and part of him taking this and, 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 you know, consuming it or whatever, there is a science behind it that, that, you know, involves the chemicals of your brain, you know, I mean, yeah, like it involves, um, you know, like it's, it's like, it's addictive. It's very addictive. It is a super addictive drug physically. And then, um, you know, Satan wants to use it. I mean, Satan knows the power of this, Right. I mean I mean what, what God has created to bond a a husband to a wife, you know, this world mm. has twisted big time. And I mean that And
1: bonded you to pornography. Right, right. And Satan loves it. Yeah.
0: Satan knows mm. the power and loves it. So there is Wow. So there's that part of it too. But here's the deal. What men need to hear in all this is that all And of, women and women, yes, right. I mean,
1: lots of women are looking at porn.
0: That's true. Um, what people need to hear about this is that even though there is a science to it, and even though, you know, you are, you know, you are bound to it in that way, you are still responsible for it. You're Amen. still responsible for your actions. That's it right. is. It is. A, it is a sin with consequences. You're not and just so, a victim. Right. So you can't hide behind that. I mean, I understand, you know, I understand the addictive properties of it. And how you are in it, right? And honestly, for me, I didn't find my way out of it. You know, I mean that—that's another thing that, you know, um, whenever I quote unquote counsel people, which I haven't done that much, and you know, I'm definitely not 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 a counselor.
1: You've been a friend. One of you've been a friend to some men who needed a friend
0: who, yes, who right.
1: are dealing with this.
0: Right. But one of the things that that's kind of been weird about my story is that the Lord just came in and completely broke me of this, you know? And so I, I can't take any credit. You know, I didn't, I didn't go through any steps to get free from it. I didn't do any, you know, any kind of a program, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't strong to go find help and, and find accountability and all that, it was totally the Lord who, um, which in, which I was explaining this to to uh, a friend of mine, and he said, "So like, what God just like zapped you and now now you don't look at porn?" And I said, "Well, <laughs> I mean, partly, but he took he took the bondage he, away. He
1: zapped he you with the brokenness.
0: Right. He took the bondage away where I you know I could." He gave me the power to turn away from it and say, no, um, the temptation is completely still there. Um, now, you know, not the, the draw to it now, um, is not near what, what it was because I'm not, I'm not doing that daily. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I guess you would say practicing, you know, that I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking at porn. I'm not thinking about when can I sneak, sneak off and look at porn. Um, so you know, the draw to it is definitely less, but I mean that the temptation to, to lust will always be there. So, but so, you know, it has been a little bit problematic whenever I, I tell my story. (laughs) Um, I'm like, well, I can't give you any any steps. I mean, start praying, you know,
1: all I know is once I was blind, but now I can see
0: exactly. I I mean, that's what
1: Jesus does. I mean, right. that is such a testimony, John, is, is that Christ came and healed you. Right. Because you cannot explain this, you know. No. And that was a reference, for those of you who didn't know, to a New Testament story of this blind man who was healed his, of, his, of his blindness. And the religious leaders kept saying, well, who did this and how did he do it? You know, ask him all these questions and said, well, all I know... As I was, I couldn't see and now I could see.
0: Right. (laughs) That's the, that's just the the, uh, truth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So um, if you are not a believer, then, you know, maybe you're saying, hey, there's some power going on there. I mean, this is my personal testimony. The Holy Spirit, you know, was at work in my life and, and um, being a believer in Jesus, you know, you have access to that power too. You have the Holy Spirit, too. So uh, believe in Jesus, you know, because he he can take dirty, broken things and make make something new out of it. Amen. You know, so that's 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 we saw that, you know.
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and going back to whenever I talk to people who are dealing with this, you know, with wives and as I tell them, you know, there's going to be lots and lots of long talks, and it's exhausting. Lots of late night conversations, and I remember, you know, John, you know, if, you know, like dozing off in conversation because we were talking so late, yeah, into the night, multiple nights in a row to 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 get through this. But what I was going to say is, you know, you go from talking, you know, late at night every night to hey we didn't talk about it tonight and right. then you pick it back up again and 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 then you know it becomes more spread out until you go i can't remember the last time we talked about it you know yeah. so time the lord really does use time to heal you so like it it's, it's got to be talked through and it's hard and it's ex- emotionally and physically exhausting right working through like infidelity in whatever form it came um, to preserve a marriage, but the talking mm-hmm. must take place to right. to to aid in the healing of it. Um, and then you know, now I'm at this place where you've been free from it for oh my goodness, almost, nine almost ten years, almost ten years. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Um, and I can talk about this, and I don't I don't feel hurt. Yeah, I don't. You know, and you know, had you told me that. You know, after we had so fresh, I mean, Mm -hmm. I couldn't have fathomed it. Right. Sure. But you will get to a point to where, you know, this is just, hey, that's our story, you know. And and I remember being friends with another couple where the husband had, you know, had an affair and she could just openly talk about it like as if it was just you know, like a vacation memory or whatever, you know, like just seemingly like, like her emotions were just separated from the story. But, you know, um,
0: she had been healed over time.
1: Yeah. Over time. And in lots and lots of talking and counseling. Um, but yeah, so it's not just this quick thing where you get healed from. And you know what? Our story, praise God, John has not had any sort of relapse. Um, you know, and and some of you, your story is different, and it's this chronic thing. And we would encourage you—just correct me if I'm wrong—but to see a Christian counselor. Right. I believe together is better. Going together to see a Christian counselor. Um, Definitely
0: it, needs to be a Christian counselor. Yes. You you know use your discernment on that. I mean, you know. Use your discernment whether or not that's somebody who just kind of slapped that label onto their practice mm-hmm. or, you know, that's somebody that, that that God can work through. I mean, honestly.
1: And and what I want to say is what I learned as a wife is that I must be a safe place for confession. Like, I don't take responsibility for John sin because I think we all, like he said, we are responsible no matter how addictive something is or what kind of trauma led us to where we are. We are responsible for the decisions that we make. However, if I could go back in time, you know, when he made that second confession, I would have received him in grace. I could have easily expressed, I mean, fairly expressed anger. It's okay. It's okay for you to be angry in a relationship when someone is looking at pornography continually, and it is an offense against you. It's okay to be angry. But to not end in the anger and just try to scare people and to stop doing something sinful or addictive by threatening to leave or threatening, you know, but like come alongside of them and be this safe place for confession. Like, yes, I feel hurt, but I am here. I'm with you. I'm not leaving. And we're going to get through this together and we're going to get you the help that you need versus, you know, If you do this one more time, I'm out of here, you know, because then it it pushes them further into hiding. And this is something we try to and I feel miserably at it a lot, but we try to practice with our children is already even now, like as their children, when they come to us with confession or maybe they've been caught doing something that's shameful. You know, we try not to show just this shock or this I can't right. believe that you did this because we know that we are literally preparing them for the relationship that we're gonna have with them when they're teenagers when the sin that they're gonna be dealing with then is much greater. Right. <laughs> much more shameful more serious, and huh? serious and has greater consequences and we want to be a safe place of confession for them. We want them to like, the first place I want to go is if God forbid, if I've slept with my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whatever, you know, or I've been on whatever, whatever sin it is, first place they want to go is to their mom and dad. Right. I want to go tell mom and dad, you know, and right. <laughs> I right. just did it. I just them. God forbid they sleep with their, you know what I mean?
0: Sure. Yeah. We, we want know. to treat them so they know mom and dad love me. Mom and dad can hear anything and not be shocked. Right. Mom and Dad wanna help me.
1: Right. And like know? I said, I'm not perfect at this. And fortunately, God gives us many years to practice these things yeah. before we can't.
0: <laughs> well, and into- thankfully you you know, you and you taught me that. I mean, like you stress stressed that to me, and I'm like, Yep, I see the I see the big need there.
1: Right. But it, it was it plain and clear. So in this relationship with this situation, you know, I angry, shocked, shamed him, and then he hid. And so I would say that's my message to people in the, re- in the relationship that aren't dealing with this sin is be a safe place per, for confession. It's okay to express anger, but come alongside them to get the help, them the help that they need. And, and it's you know it might not be an instant deliverance like it was for John. It, it may be a very long process. But the thing is, when you marry someone, you have married them and all their junk. That's right. You married me with all my junk. And we have we told each other at the altar we're not leaving.
0: That's right. And And we told God that too. We
1: told God that. And we said that we were here for each other and that we became one and nothing would separate us. And so you have to remind yourself of those vows that like just because the other person has offended you or even broken that vow, like you can say, you know, as far as it goes with me, like I'm, and especially if the person is coming in repentance or confession. Right, right. There yeah. is n- no reason, in my opinion, to not work on this and to not say, okay, let's move forward and let's get you help. But um, we, we've got these little, you know, like, I guess you could say rules, boundaries that we've put into place. And some people may look at this and say, well, well, that's kind of overkill, don't you think? But I always tell people we love our freedom so much that we don't care. Like we're willing to be overkill to protect the freedom that we have now in our marriage and the freedom that John has. And so John doesn't take his phone into the bathroom. Right. Um, we rarely watch movies. Right. We do i mean we just don't like if there is if there's stuff in a movie that's got a woman that's dressed sexy like we just don't watch it right um and before we did
0: right yeah yeah I mean yeah. And, and of course I was a lot more um apt to apt to do that my standards were a lot looser than than yours you know which 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 which, which gladly you that was a, a start of 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 me kind of being shown hey this is maybe something that you should dial back, you know.
1: Right. Uh, John, is, a lot of times I go to bed before John because he's working on things. But specifically with our situation with our son, John doesn't, you know, he's, he doesn't have any freedom to, to work until Jude's in bed. But um, John doesn't get on the Internet after I'm in bed. After you're asleep. At least yep. not, like, leisurely. Right. You know, if there's something he has to go straight to to get, you know, for work or whatever, And we talk through that, Um, and then this is something that we, he, and I both practice. But it's just open confession of not necessarily. I looked at pornography, but yes, if if one of us had looked at pornography, most definitely we confess that. But lust, we learned how to confess lust to each other, and um, that was that was hard and awkward at first. And it, even to practice, I feel like for me, like um, so, for example, like some of the confessions that I've made to John, or are you know what? I'm having actually some emotional attraction to this male in my life, and. Mm-hmm that was extremely hard for me to do but John had actually paved the road for that because he had confessed so many things that were so hard for him and so embarrassing for him that he he really led out and was a great example to me of like okay if John can confess these very specific sexual sins I can I can do this you know and it gave me courage to speak that to you and to know that okay, I received John and Grace and he's going to receive me and Grace. But um, we just kind of just head stuff off, you know, way ahead of you know where it could progress to. Like right. we just like if we're starting to feel any sort of attraction to someone or John like if he's at a store and he takes a second look at a woman John's going to come home and he's going to tell me about it. And I remember when he first started doing that, I was like, I don't know how much I want to know. Like this, this is exhausting. And like, you know, this hurts, you know, and and it's like, okay, how much do you have to tell me? And is this really important? You know? Yeah. um, I I do
0: remember one time we were driving and uh, I told told you something and uh, you know, you were, I mean, you are know, kind of getting to this place where, like, you're like, okay, you know, I don't know if I like all this, but you said to me something like, um, um, "Well, well, when, when are you going to stop?" I mean, like, I, so I think I looked at a billboard or something like in Dallas or somewhere we were at, you know, that some racy thing, um, you know, some image of some woman, and so I don't know, what, I don't know what it was, I don't know if I'd taken a second to look at it or whatever, and and you're like, I think at some point you were just in frustration, you know, you're like, well. Well, why, like, why, why'd you do that? You know, because yeah. you're just so frustrated because, you know, I guess at some point, and this is months after the, the, the big confession, you know, you're probably thinking
1: Enough when already. is this going to yeah. stop? I mean, how much do no, you No, I mean, and it had, you know? I mean, the porn was behind us, so to speak. I mean, it really wasn't because once you're an addict, you're always an addict, but I mean, like you weren't actively looking at porn anymore, but then we were dealing with issues of, of your heart you know, and issues in your mind and, um, you know, and that is ongoing and right. that's mm-hmm. a constant battle and that's going to always be a battle.
0: Right. Because, you know, really, I think a better way to say it is, is not a porn addict, but a lust addict. I mean, cause mm-hmm. that's, 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 I mean, that's, I think that's, it comes probably... in all
1: shapes and forms. I mean,
0: right. So yeah, yeah you're right. Um,
1: But what I was going to say is that I kind of was like, oh, man, this is exhausting. Like, do I really want to—is this really worth hearing all of John's lustful thoughts? Like, just maybe just keep them to yourself. And then if you actually act out on something, then I'll need to know. But we just—I remember I felt like the Holy Spirit just said, you know what? He is worth sacrificing whatever for. Keeping him free— it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to lay my heart down on the altar of John's mm. freedom. That's amazing. Yeah. And and that's what Christ did for us. Yep. And he, he was an example to us to do that. And, and it made sense to me in the moment. Like, this is not, once again, this is not about you, Lainey. Right. And that's what marriage is. It's not about you. It's about your body's not your own. Right. It belongs to your spouse and vice versa. And right. You're to love me as Christ loved the church. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to respect you and serve you. And it's all about the other person. And so I'm like, okay, if I have to hear for the rest of my life, all the different ways that you battle looking at other women, if that is what's best for you, then i'm going to take that bullet because i love you and i'm laying my desires and myself down on the altar mm. to keep you free. Yeah, that's awesome. And and th- and, and that oh, that's really huge. did shift that's huge for my me. thinking in that. And so now like when he comes to me and he says, "Okay, i was in the store and i saw this lady and you know, i think maybe i took a second look." I'm like, "I just go, "Thanks, babe. I love you." Yeah. And i'm grateful. Yeah that you told me that. And I'm grateful that you had the courage to tell me that because again, I don't want to shut him down. Yeah. Cause if I shut him down, he's not, I mean, it's just gonna be harder and harder for him to have to come and confess those things to right. me. And we want to keep that line open because that's going to keep the freedom. Yep. You know, um,
0: totally. And, 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 and and that's huge for me. I mean, honestly, like that's, that, that is huge for me. And, and again, thanking thanking the Lord for that. Because he's the, he's the one who did it, um, and keeps doing that. But um, so I guess you know I would like to say some practical things that I do to help with my ongoing, just with like with with my life as a male. Um, but really, it's some practical things that the Holy Spirit did, and con- continues to do, and and I feel like he is, um, he's kind of handed it off to me a little a little bit as time has gone by, but. Um, in the beginning, you know, again, I don't, I can't take any, any credit for all this, but he, I would get a pit in my stomach. I would feel this terrible feeling if I was getting close to um, a lustful situation, you know, honestly. I mean, <clears throat> and to where until I confessed it to Laney, I would just feel almost sick, almost physically sick. That's not that's none of this world. I mean, that is the Mm -hmm. Holy spirit Mm -hmm. doing that, you know? Um, and, and, but you know, I, I appreciate so much the fact that, that, that he didn't just turn me loose and say, all right, you know, your, your slate's clean. There you go, buddy. Try it again. You know, he, the Holy spirit has stuck with, with me throughout this whole thing. And so, you know, just like lady has, I mean, like the Holy spirits enabled her to stick with me through all this, but, But so, so yes, some of the practical things like, like not taking your phone to, to, to the bathroom. Right. Um, I think things like that, you know, the Holy Spirit has not let me just walk right up to the line where I'm on, I'm on this side of sin. Right. He hasn't let me walk just right up to the line of sin, but just not step over. But, but he's kept me, you know, five or 10 steps back. And so whenever, whenever, you know, I start stepping a little closer, um, and, in something that may seem super trivial, he would convict me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there for a while I, I was, you know, I was like, what do I need to even confess? I mean, what just happened here? You know, and th- maybe there was a, a situation where I saw some image and didn't take a second look or saw some, some woman that was, you know, dressed like she should be at the strip club and I didn't take a second look. Um, and so, but like, I, I, I'd, I'd feel like I need to talk to lady about this. And so there were times that I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what do I even need to tell her? I mean, I didn't do anything wrong, but but the it, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was like, you got to talk to her about it. And it was so worth it because, um, mm-hmm. you know, that was just, that was just more building our trust. Like, like Lainey got to a point where she, I think, believed that, all right, John's not going to lie to me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's only by the Holy Spirit right. because I had built our marriage our the first five years of our marriage. Um, there were major lies going on, so. and
1: that's something I learned in counseling too. Was I remember after he had confessed, I started looking at his phone and looking up in the computer because John was showing me where he was hiding stuff, and I was like, I was like checking, you know, just history all the time. And I got to thinking, I don't want to live this way. I don't want to just like be snooping around John's stuff and like. You know, and I told the counselor that, and and then I said, but how am I going to know for sure that he's not still looking at porn? And she said, Well, you won't. And I or I said, How will I know for sure he's telling me the truth? And she said, well, You won't. She said because trust is a gift that you give to someone. It's wow. not something that has to be proven. Wow. Trust is something that you just. You hand over willingly to someone. And that really set me free, too. And she said, and you know what, with John, given the way that all this, you know, happened, she said, if God did this before, we're going to pray that God will do it again. And that if he is lying to you, that, that God will expose him and bring him to repentance again. And that really set me free. Because I was trying to, in my own strength, like, put up these, build this kind of, like, uh, foundation of trust again by gathering all the details and making sure that all the history was good on the computer and that there wasn't anything hidden on the phone. And that's not a a good way to live in a marriage. That's not a good way to operate. Right. And, uh, but that did just totally set me free. I'm like, okay, like he doesn't have to prove it. He doesn't have to show me his phone and let me see the history. I'm giving you my trust, John.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
1: And, and I'm believing a God who exposed your sin before will do it again mm-hmm. because I'm going to pray for you. That's amazing. And there's a lot of comfort in praying for your spouse because you're handing your spouse over to the Lord in prayer. You're saying, God, you've, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to even articulate in in, in words. You know, it's like, Lord, you know, John's heart, you know, John's activities, you know, the things that I don't know. And so I'm calling on you, the holy God, to bring him to repentance if he is involved in something that I am unaware of. And then you pray these safeguards around your marriage and you pray for, you know, strongholds to be broken. And it's just, that's where the battle is won. That's right. That is where the battle is won, and and I I will say that I was praying, even in those first five years of our marriage, for battles to be won, and battles were won yep. in you and right. in me. Um,
0: that's right. And, take uh, it
1: to the Lord in prayer.
0: That's right. That that is so right. Um, so my story is kind of kind of an odd one um, that I didn't uh, like. I didn't go through counseling. Um, the Holy Spirit was was strong in me and it was, was hard on me. And, and, um, some of, some of the steps that I took to, to stay safe in this may seem too far for some people. I mean, you know, may seem kind of, kind of wild. I mean, like there, there there were times that that I, I, I followed the Holy Spirit's prompting and didn't look up whenever I was walking down the hall, whenever I was going to cross paths with with a, a woman, and, and I thought, to, you know, I had looked up whenever she was far away and I was like, that's a, a, a very, that's a very attractive woman. Um, just walk past her and don't look up. You know, well, of course, inside me, I'm going, well, you know, I mean, you, you got to be polite and respectfully, you know, acknowledge, hey, you know, I see you. Um, But I thought, no, I'm I'm going to obey this in me. And what's the big deal? It's not a big deal. I mean, you don't, you don't have to. You know, you don't have, you don't have to look up at this person. So, um, you know, I, I feel like some of these moments have been the Holy Spirit, um, seeing if I would obey, seeing if I would do what I had had to do because they were literally, well, in my mind, probably unnecessary like that. Like I could have looked up at that woman and not lusted. Right. She was fully clothed, all that stuff. Um, it was going to be like a split second, you know, interaction, but you know, the Holy Spirit. I feel like was 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 prompting me in that. So um we don't keep up with the latest movies. We don't watch movies. You know, if you're a movie buff and you want to keep up with, with the latest movie in a series of whatever, that's not worth putting yourself in a position where you would might lust, you know? Yeah. Um just saying, Well, you know what, there's there's like a there's a, a sex scene, a sex scene in this movie, but it's just a couple minutes or like You know, oh yeah, you know, I heard that there's a topless scene to this, but I mean, you know, that's not going to affect me. Don't put yourself in that position. That's that's not wise at all. And it may mean that you're going to miss out on the, you know, whatever installment of the Avengers or whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, It's worth it. Amen. It's worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So movies come
1: and movies go. Yeah.
0: Movies ain't real. So. Um, anyway, do we have freedom? Freedom in Christ, we do. We have freedom in Christ to to do whatever, right? I mean, right. but should we do whatever? No, no, we shouldn't. I think it's beneficial. not wise. It's not wise. So yeah, exactly, right. Scripture says that 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 every, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial, right? That's
1: right.
0: So um, that is true, um, but. Anyway, so God saved our marriage. I Amen. knew, I just knew that our marriage was going to end, um, but it didn't. We've continued on. God has taught us so much, um, and God has been so gracious to us. And um, that's my story. That is our story.
1: That's our story. You can keep talking if you want to Oh, I was just gonna add one little thing and you wrapped it up so beautifully and I'm sorry. No, that's right. Okay. But on the practical side of things, we learned what were triggers for me that stirred up that anger and that hurt again. Right. And um like for instance, like the 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 coffee shop that you had gone to right. you know. And that was like right by the ex that was like right at the end of the exit that took us like straight to our house right. in Lubbock. And we got to a point where I was like, if Every time we took that exit and I saw that place, I got mad at you. And by the time we were home, I was like, not talking to you. Like, right. we took that all the time. And, you know, we just decided we're going to go the long way.
0: We're going to change our route home.
1: <laughs> we changed our route home.
0: Right.
1: And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And um, it's worth it. it. It is. And it's
0: worth it for me, too, not passing by and seeing that place.
1: Right. Yeah. You know? And, you know, you just, you make those sacrifices and, uh, but we just learned things that were like triggers for me personally, um, right. you know, that would be hurtful. Right. And, um, and, you know, and, and it helped us learn to talk through things and how to avoid them. And so right, it's a process, it's a long, long road, but there's another side to it. There's a, the other side to it. And, um, and it's, Man,
0: it's glorious. Yeah. It is.
1: It's so great, and the the roots go deep.
0: That's right. Ever <laughs> right, and if you're listening to to this right now, and and maybe you've just started the, this road, maybe you've confessed this today, and you're looking up a podcast about it or whatever. Um, I guess I'm I'm, I'm speaking to to a man here. Um, well, no, either anybody. <clears throat> it is worth answering every question. It is worth answering the same question tomorrow. It's worth sticking in there, you know, with your marriage. That's right.
1: John was so good about
0: that. Well, I just knew that, that, that I had, I mean, I I had no, I had no rights in in this. I mean, like, like I I was completely humbled. Like I had no, I had no pride, you know, and no place to have pride. So answer every question, answer it again, you know, try to remember everything that, that you can be honest with your spouse. And with yourself, you know that this is a huge problem. So, um, that's what I can say.
1: And you know, when you said that, it also reminded me of this. There's going to come a point in time where you're done talking about it. Right. Uh, you're done talking about it, and you hurt me. How could you have done this to me? Right. You're going to fully process it, and it may be weeks, maybe months. Right. But for the healing, because I I remember I would watch you. Okay, John would be free. You could see, oh, so much relief on his face. Like, he's finally got this off his chest. It's out in the open. We've dealt with it. And then I would start heaping guilt on him again because maybe he made me mad or had a trigger or something. And I would kind of go back into this, how could you have done this to me? You don't love me. And, you know, Mm. going back. And then I would watch this man who had this relief on his face and this freedom and this peace his whole expression was just changed. Demeanor Mm -hmm. on his face would change and it would go from that to just this guilt and shame. And I, and I realized, okay, if John's really going to heal from this, if we're really going to move forward in Mm -hmm. this, I'm going to have to stop bringing it up in hurt and Mm -hmm. in anger. And I, you know, there is a season for that of like, how could you do this to me? And I'm hurt. But then the season ends Right. And you have to move to a different way of talking about it. Right. And I don't, and we've moved, and I don't know when that exact moment happened. No, I don't either. But it happened because no. I don't do that to him anymore. Right. There might be some random times in a big argument that that may happen, but not near like what it was in the beginning stages of this healing process. Right. So just remember. Because I would use it, like, even as, like, ammo, like, in arguments. Sure. Oh, well, you're mad at me about, well, you, you know, and then go through all the thing, uh, things that right. you did. but But, yep. and that's got to stop. So just know that's that awesome. if you want to see your husband free, then you're partially responsible.
0: Well, yeah.
1: You are, you know, and you've got to stop heaping guilt. mm and And there comes a point when it's you're done you're done bringing it up in anger
0: yep.
1: and you got to move forward
0: that's awesome well um that's the story that's the story thanks for listening we hope that that this um helps you we hope we hope that this uh maybe introduce, introduces you to Christ you know because that's that's where true peace is found um yeah there there's no there's no other outside peace that's gonna last. Uh, other than Christ. That's right. And um, he loves you, and um, you should believe in him. And I'm proud of you. Thank you, sweetheart. I'm proud of you, too. Thank you for loving me. I